Welcome to Movie and a Beer. My name is Ian Kapersky, and we'd like to welcome you to this next episode where we discuss this wonderful film called Legend that came out in 1985. We had a couple of really interesting beers to try with it. First one was Orange Whip, which is a hazy IPA, and the second one was Ex Novo's Movie Madness Pale Ale. As we think about this wonderful film called Legend that came out back in 1985, this was directed by Ridley Scott, and you all know him from Aliens, and this was one of the films that he did shortly after that. Now, we do have some amazing actors that don't really do a lot of acting and just a lot of running around with skimpy clothes on. And this film takes place in a fantasy or sci-fi, not really sci-fi, but it does have Ridley Scott's fingerprints all over it. The Good versus Eagle synopsis, you know, you have Darkness which is personified by a wonderful actor named Tim Curry, who you all might have heard of. And he is covered head-to-toe in a body outfit that looks like a demon or darkness. He's not red in all of the episode, or all of the scenes that he's in, but he is pretty red. Very, very big, cute horns. And, you know, <laughs> we, we, we decided to pick the movie because, you know, Blake had not seen it yet. Surprisingly enough. This is really, this is right up my alley. Just fantasy, elves, Tim Curry. It, it's got all the ingredients that would make me want to watch a movie. And I just never, I even never even heard of it. I remember it when I was probably nine or ten seeing it. And I remember it being really visually powerful. Like there were some like scenes that were just like looked really scary. And I think the production value on some of these shots were actually pretty good. Oh yeah, you know, I was, was a little practical. scared for yeah. I was a little scared for some scenes. Like it's a at po- at points a gorgeous movie. <laughs> the snow looks a little bit fake, but you know, otherwise it looks like styrofoam. It looks like styrofoam. It doesn't melt. It just sits on everything. The uh forest that it takes place in looks really realistic. The animals that they have in it, the actual real live animals look because they are real live animals look really gorgeous. Beautiful beautiful horses that portray the unicorns. And plot spoil, the unicorns are the holder of all magic, so... Wait, what? If they disappear or die, or get the horn cut off, darkness has a chance to come out and, you know, take over the world. And that's not what we want to have happen. You don't. The unicorns were very magical. Yes, they look beautiful. They were... They they were so magical, in fact, I think they had to reuse a few of the shots. They did. (laughs) You you just can't recreate magic like that. You can't. But, you know, the, the... the plot of the of the story, the, the plot is just amazing. It is typical boy meets girl, or boy knows girl. Girl wants boy. Girl challenges boy. Boy has to stand up and say, hey, I can do this. And then the girl goes off and screws it up. <laughs> That's silly. How That's, often does that happen in fantasy movies? I guess often enough. It's pretty standard. It's a good trope. I don't remember that from... Lord of the Rings, but unless you replace girl with Samwise, and yeah, sure. Yeah, well, you know, he, he was sort of his, um, you know, companion. There were some good elves in that one, too. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, you know, it reminds me, we, we were trying to figure out which of the short, I guess, elven people, or halflings, or I couldn't even tell what they were. Gnomes? Gnomes, maybe? They kind of look like gnomes. They had big pointy ears, but they were about two feet off the ground. Which of them were previously Oompa Loompas, mm. or had played Ewoks? Did we figure it out? We, I think no. you said one of them played a Oompa Loompa. We were thinking but that was he did. In, yeah. That was in the more recent I thought, version. I thought one of them was Deep Roy, but I, I mistaken another fantasy film from this era. You know, there was a lot of great fantasy films from this era. 
the 80s. The, the 80s had a lot of good fantasy going on. There was Neverending Story. Yes. There was Cruel. Yep. Yeah. Dune. Yep. Willow. Mas- Willow. Yep. Masters of the Universe. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Yep. The He-Man movie. <laughs> Frank Langella took that role solely because oh his kids love the, the property. But I thought Deep Roy was in this movie, but he was in The NeverEnding Story. Yeah. So, Blake, you have any trivia for us? Oh, aside from the Frank Langella thing? I mean, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm not looking at anything on my uh, phone. I'm totally thinking of this off the top of my head. <laughs> yes. I, had, I actually do have some trivia because okay. I read about it earlier. So, the horses, this was filmed partially in Spain, and the horses were from a ranch in Spain, and you can see the C that is used in the branding in one of the scenes. If you look closely at the horse's butt, not at Tom Cruise's butt, not at Lily's butt, not at any of the There's a lot of butt. There's a lot of butt in this There's a lot of fairy butt in this film. Look at the horses, and you'll notice that, yes, there's a male and a female, and they do interchange shots with them. They both have the same kind of horn, but one of them has a big C on its left rear hindquarter, or butt cheek. Now, Dan... There weren't any horses in the movie, though. It's all just a unicorn. Oh, no. Oh, yes. This is how I discover unicorns <laughs> are not in this movie. And, and the horses actually aren't naturally white. They were Their hair was dyed, and they were colored white with makeup. But I'm not going to see. I didn't spoil that for you. You have to read that on your own. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't crying during the movie when he said that. <laughs> um, this is perfect for uh, all the beer lovers out there. Tell me. Jack's armor was made from flattened bottle caps. Nope. Oh. There you go, beer that, connection. There you yeah. go. If you uh, if you're if you're knocking back a lot of uh, bottles during this uh, stay at home time, and you got the bottles recycled, and you all these caps, like what am I gonna do with these caps? Make that epic costume that Jack wears that looks like a golden like mini dress thing. That's great. Yeah, it was. I a, love that. It was. It was. It was hot. It looked good. It was. It was good. It was good. It was nice and brassy. It, it was brassy. And yeah. I would have to say that there's a whole cosplay movement and a whole set of GURPS people that use mm-hmm. beer cans to make armor as well yes. as beer caps. I've I've just YouTube that and you'll you'll find it. It's out there. Do you guys want to play a game? What's that? Right after I tell you how long it took Tim Curry to get into his uh Ooh, oh that's fast. a good one. That's a good fact. What is so it? it took five and a half hours to get Tim Curry's makeup on because his entire body was encased with it. Yeah. Good lord. You yeah. know how actors make millions of dollars a film? And there's a lot of people that work on films. Mm-hmm. They're in unions. They're all in unions. They make an hourly rate. Do you think actors break down their pay by hourly rate? <laughs> like Tom Cruise? I, I bet the comedians do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But I can imagine that Tom Cruise is Tom just like, Cruise as long is, as it's got enough zeros behind it, I don't care. It's, he's as making as I can, so much money now. As long as I can jump from one building to another with no uh, safety tether. He's got to be at it. least making $25 an hour now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, to dream. If not more. Yeah, so so you had said that this was this okay. was made for, what, under $10 million? It was made for or, $25, million, oh, $25 and million. it made $5 million. It made $5 million in the theaters. Domestically. So it, yikes. Flop. Um, Sorry, let's, guys. Let's play My Favorite Line. Oh, boy. Lily! It gets screamed by Tom Cruise at least 30 times okay. in the film. Blake? I'm trying to remember how she said it, but when Lily... Uh, Actually, I, I just came across another one that I forgot about when Lily says, you are nothing but an animal. And then Darkness, played by Tim Curry, the immortal Tim Curry, laughs and goes, we are all animals, my lady. This and that like eerily thick voice he has, like that's all sexy. That is really good. Well, as, as a POC, I noticed one line in this film. 
And what was that? Um, only one? Only one line that really stood out as a little, a little bit odd. <laughs> a little bit odd. <laughs> when one of the goblins was being punished by a mummy, and as he fell off a cliff, he said, Adios, amigos. <laughs> We're all laughing horribly because what <laughs> troll or what, what goblin knows to speak Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> Where, and not even really good. It was really bad Spanish. It was really you, it, there's no accent really to it. Bad. Where's Fantasy Mexico? Where's Fantasy Mexico? <laughs> and you know, funny. that was dubbed in because you couldn't ever, the guy had a mask on. So it's not like they, yeah. you could, like he said that. Like somebody probably put that in after the film. One last piece of trivia that I caught while we were uh, flipping through. Uh, Apparently most of the lines in the movie were dubbed in due to like sound issues. Like it was just loud on set. It was just loud everywhere. You couldn't understand anybody. These giant wind (laughs) wind machines Spraying all the dust around. All the dust and all the foam and all the stuff that was flying around. So yeah, it's... Obviously not good if you have a breathing condition. No, not at all. Okay, so in this next segment... Before we transition to talking about the beers, I'm going to do a little segment called Everything You Need to Know About Cinemascope in 30 Seconds. Wow. Because this film was beautiful, and um, there were some really great shots, and Ridley Scott did a great job. Um, so I'm going to explain everything about Cinemascope in 30 seconds. And go. After I research it, I'm going to record it later. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> All right, uh, seven seconds of failure. Let's, that's all good, though. No, that's funny. I'm going to edit it in now. <laughs> Welcome back to Movie to Beer. We were thinking about what would go with these beers, and we weren't disappointed with the wonderful film Legend. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to talk about those beers, the two beers that we did at least enjoy while at the beginning of the film and then partway through the film. Mm-hmm. The first one was by a local brewery here in Portland, Oregon, named Ex Novo. Yay! And it was... We were there picking up food earlier, and Blake saw it, and it was a movie madness pale ale. And for those that live in the Portland metro area, may have heard of this wonderful institution called Movie Madness. But what about those who don't live in the Portland metro area? So there's this thing called the Video Rental Store that still exists. Uh, I love it. There's a there's like one blockbuster left in the in, <laughs> in Bend, the, Oregon. <laughs> in Bend, Oregon. They're sure to say so. I need to buy one. I think they actually closed. I think they might have. I think the last one is up oh. in Alaska. No, I think it was in Australia and Bend or something like that. Yeah. I'm not going to Australia. I mean, or Alaska. <laughs> right. So Movie Madness uh, is this, what used to be considered a mom and pop shop. So they had all kinds of really cool films, all kinds of different genres that you wouldn't find in a normal video rental store mm-hmm. or anywhere else. They also have a bunch of movie trivia and really cool paraphernalia and things from films, including, like, the ruby red slippers. They had a ver- one of the versions. She didn't have just one pair. For anyone who's not familiar with one of the most classic films in ever, we're referring to uh, The Wizard of Oz yes. and Dorothy's ruby red slippers. Yes. They, they have one of those. So they have these glass cases that have the movie stuff mm-hmm be it a prop or a costume or a picture from it or whatever. And this is throughout the store. And then they have their cool. their alphanumeric within each of the genres. So there's like psychotropic and fantasy gore and just these weird subcategories. And Western noir. Just an amazing place. And they did, the Ex Novo paired up with them and made this really good pale ale called mm. Movie Madness Pale Ale. It's a 5.6%. This is a really traditional West Coast pale 
not very hoppy. It does have some citrus and some spruce notes. It, it to me, is kind of lacking a little bit in the malt body, but balanced enough. That's exactly what I was going to say, the malt body. The malt, the malt body... <laughs> It was carbonated. Uh, why is body. beer so funny uh, sometimes? I, I was gonna say I was gonna say the uh, the Balt Mati, but Balt I mean, Mati, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I take it seriously okay. because I want to be serious. Dan, about it. give us a serious review of Ex Novo's movie Madness in ten seconds. So in ten seconds, this is a great beer. It's clear. It's orange. It has good white foam, good head retention, nice medium malt body, uh, carbonation lasts throughout, spruce, and it has a really nice finish. Love that. That was so good. Ten seconds. That was phenomenal. I've done it before. <laughs> so good. Okay, well, let's do it for movie. Oh, wait, so 100, okay. 120 characters, okay. baby. Ten okay, let's do th- <laughs> let's do this in ten seconds. All right. Uh in ten seconds, tell me where Ex Novo's movie Madness got its name. And go. So Ex Novo paired up with this wonderful location here in Portland, Oregon called Movie Madness. And Movie Madness is a long-standing mom-and-pop video store, and they really wanted to just kind of embrace the love of Movie Madness. Movie Madness. Love it. And they may even be used as a fundraiser. Like, part of the portions may go to them. Oh, wow. Because they, they've had problems, like, well, obviously right now you It's a video store, right? It's a video yeah. store, so it's rentals. <laughs> So it may have come out as a as a support for them. They should figure out a way to upload the movie so we can. <laughs> well, they may just. Be I was legitimate. <laughs> I mean, after watching Rad, which. Oh no! Uh, can they? Yeah, they should re- do that. Are we really set up soon? Are we what? We really set right or not yet? No. Rad. No, we haven't recorded it. Oh, we haven't recorded. Oh, we haven't. <laughs> Make sure to call in us. Our, in our other episode, like I would love to see them upload like. VHS level, like you know, like the the full HD, re, you know, right, stuff. right, right. But you know, the VHS level one for those hipsters who want that feel of, oh man, look, this this is a this is legit, man. Wow. I well, there's a food I, cart pod right next to it, so you could actually like take your laptop if you have a laptop that's got like a DVD drive, rent the movie, then sit in their parking lot, get food from the food cart pod, and watch the film right there. Well, so yeah. it's kind of like online upload, but not quite. So what about so the other beer? The second beer that we enjoyed while watching the wonderful movie legend, was a beer by a local brewery called Fortside Brewing out of Vancouver, Washington, and it was called Orange Whip. Okay, so what makes each beer, if you had to pick one characteristic for each beer, like what makes Orange Whip Orange Whip, and what makes Movie Madness Movie Madness? Because they're very different beers. They're very different. They so very different. Hazy IPA, Orange Whip, has a lot of uh, tangerine and orange citrusy notes, grapefruit, lemon lime. Mm-hmm. There's even a like a really kind of subtle pine on the back that, that lingers off the end. So the, the hops themselves, they used the traditional New England style, you know, galaxy. And so just there's mm-hmm. like three or four different hops that are just traditionally used in the style of beer to get the juiciness. Cool. The style itself, this beer fits really well to the style because it does have a little bit of bitterness. It's not just sweetness. There's actually not a lot of sweetness in this beer. It's more dry and... You have the orange flavor. It's almost orange pithy. So the pithiness is going to be the dryness. If you were to walk up to a stranger using only beer jargon, what would you say to them? I would say, hey, do you want a really medium-bodied, strong-flavored orange beer? Yeah, that's going to dry you out. That's, so, that's great. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Definitely. I want that. Yeah. And then, and are there cr- sunglasses on the can? <sighs> there are. So and, and then they smash your brick on their head. We can talk a little bit about that. So... They got permission from John Candy's 
family and estate. It's amazing to utilize his imagery both in their label and the naming of it. So, and for those of you who might be lost, we're refer- it's a reference to the uh, the classic film Blues Brothers. Yes, where uh, John Candy's character at one point in the film, I won't say when, uh, places an order and winds up saying the phrase three orange whips. Orange whip, orange whip, orange whip. Three orange whips. And they actually have the picture of him from the film in some of their marketing and advertising materials. It's amazing. And he, they've got him with the sunglasses on the cover of the can. So, so good. You know, it's all about John Candy. Um, and what makes Ex Novo's movie madness movie madness? Like, what's like, why does it stand out from other beers like it? So it's got a really strong hot presence versus some pale ales don't have as strong of a hot presence. So what's a hop presence? A hop presence would be the bitter and acidity and just the flavors of the hops. This is a little bit more balanced, more malty to balance out the bitterness, even though the, the pine flavors are there. There's a little bit of I don't know. They they from what I can tell, because I've now drank the orange whip a few times, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the other tasted like exactly. There's some tropical fruit on it, like candied stone fruit kind of thing with mm. the citrus and the pine and the spruce. and the, So it's got a nice variety of flavors versus this hazy IPA, which is really narrow. It's just tropical orange. Mm-hmm. The other is, is a li- not as dry, a little sweet. They, you know, it's a, it's a nice, it was a nice golden color, had nice head retention, just bright white, um, a little tangy on the profile. Blake, give me a darkness impersonation and say the line, I like your malt body. I feel like I need an adult for this. <laughs> or like a legal <laughs> guardian. Give me the, t- how would Tim, Tim, how would Tim say it? Malt Timmy body. darkness. Give me your malt body. Whoa. <laughs> body. The, the key is to talk like you have food in your throat. Dan, of these two beers, darkness would choose. Oh, he would definitely not pick the Orange Whip because it's fruity and special and bright. And the other one, which is just more of a traditional, mm-hmm. danky, not danky, but it, it, it is a West Coast style. So it's more what I would say apropos to the vibe in the forest and it's more nature Oh, I truly prefer this movie madness. <laughs> but also, but also, Orange Whip, Orange Whip. Orange whip, three orange whips. Three orange whips. I'm losing it towards the end. <laughs> what should we watch in our next episode? Are we gonna ever record our let's, previous episode? <laughs> hey guys, hey guys, I know what we should watch. Let's watch Rad. Oh Rad? What's Rad? Rad it's sounds a really, like a fun movie. It's a great movie about BMX bikes and kids in Montana in the eighties. And well, something. it takes place in Oregon, but it's not really in Oregon. Whoa, dude, that sounds rad. Looks the camera. Da, 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 da. Yeah, no, we. I think we're gonna start as our season two of Movie and Madness progresses, and welcome to season two of Movie Madness. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I caught. I, I, I heard that too. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> and welcome to season two of Movie and a Beer. Thank you for listening, and always drink responsibly. And please note the opinions expressed during the taping of this podcast are those of the hosts. And if you don't hydrate, you dehydrate. Yes. Say goodnight, darkness. All right. Good night from good, the land good night, of movie darkness. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know what you, I didn't want to go. Sorry. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> that Tim Curry should do a spoken word <laughs> oh. of Simon and Garfunkel songs. <laughs>
Oh my god. <laughs> in that <laughs> voice. So funny, the, I would pay for that. The writing. So much money. The writing I, in this movie was horrible. It was just the, not bad. It was just not present. It just it was really bad. There was no writing. Okay. They ad-lib it. They I think they did ad-lib. They must have ad-libbed it. If, you know what it sounded like? It sounds like they were reading the stage direction. <laughs> It did. It really did. It was he did not. say sit a lot. Look a stage left. <laughs> Walk past the camera of my fairy goblin. <laughs> Dan says good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Nailed it. How do you stop this? Good lord. <laughs>